This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I mean, I did some crazy things when I was young in Texas. I was like on Craigslist, women seeking women. It sounds so crazy, and it's like, I know, I know, I laugh about it now, but it's like... You might be needing to contact the FBI. Hi, everyone. It is Maddie Westbrook, and welcome back to Closet Talk. Today, my very special guest for this episode is Mal Glowinky, who is the host of her own incredible queer podcast called Made It Out, and I am so excited to get on with today's episode and have our own little paint and sip. All right, everyone, welcome back. To Closet Talk, I'm your host, Maddie Westbrook, and today we have a particularly colorful episode in front of us, and a very colorful guest in herself. We have Mal Glowinky, right? Yes. I got it. it. <laughs> we practiced. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. And today we're painting. Apparently it's therapeutic, which actually looking back at it makes more sense. I, I watched, I read an article a while back that said just exposing yourself to art just forms your brain in a more like calm way. Hmm. And it actually, like, just makes you more of, like, a cultural person. Okay. Yeah. I can get into that. Me too. And we have very nice paints. So thank you, Devin, for your donation to this podcast episode. <laughs> because these are look so much more intense than any sort of water, watercolor I've done in the past. Yes. I feel like over They're my skis. They're staring at me like little slithery snakes that are about to, like, eat me alive. But the first part of this episode is us needing to kind of establish what we're gonna paint while talking about being gay because what else are we gonna do so what if we paint a visual representation of what it felt like to come out wow okay yeah okay we're getting deep was that okay were you thinking like oh that fluffy was- cow <laughs> <laughs> no i that. love this or a fluffy cow in the version of what it felt like to come no i'm kidding but yeah that's my only i love this let's go with it Let's run with it. Let's run. Into the hills. Full speed. Here we go. I had this really crazy experience the other day. We can start, by the oh, way. I'm all right. I'm just going to keep talking because <laughs> okay, right. that's what I do. But, oh my gosh, it has to start with red because it's chaotic as fuck, right? <gasps> yeah, I was going to go with like the, a darker theme. I have to move my pillow. This is my special pillow that I grip for dear life every episode because I need to constantly be like, yeah, gripping something. It's going to be able to see it through, like, the back. But, oh, my gosh, wait. This is, like, a really nice canvas. This is nice paint. This is, like, thick, nice paint. What is (laughs) I'm going to start. I'm going to do that droplet paint where you guys are going to have to store in the back room for months in order for it to dry. (laughs) You give, like, mom energy. (gasps) Are you saying I give mom energy? In a good way. Like, you look like you'd make a great kindergarten teacher. I don't think that's what I'm going for. No? Oh, my God. No, it's great. All right. It's a good thing. I don't think that's good for my brand. What's your brand? I don't know, but I don't think it's kindergarten teacher. But I like, got to get a new car. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Not the car. Like you. Like oh, this. Oh, my gosh. Wait. This is kind of like, I actually don't want to keep talking. These are Tell all me. compliments in my head. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it's, I can't. It's like literally like kindergarten teacher vibe. Like that looks like what like a cool teacher would wear to school. Oh my God, I'm rethinking my entire life. No, don't. I'm, I'm changing my entire brand. Maybe, maybe it's just the outfit. <laughs> but like, it's given kind of, where Where were you from? I'm Well, I am from Chicago originally, or like 
right outside of Chicago, but Cute. I grew up in Texas. So I kind of do like the, the way that you said that with like a raised lip, like I grew up in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was that I a mean, big part of your journey? Yeah. Texas? I mean, I, I didn't come out until I was like 25. And I literally think it's because I lived in Texas my whole life. That actually violently makes sense. Yes, of course. And I've never even been there. My brother lived there for a while, but I, I never went. I was too scared. Where in Texas? N- near Austin. I've never like felt comfortable enough to journey to that state. It's like a fun place to hang out for a weekend, but not a fun place to grow up in. Gay, okay. Especially gay. Especially gay. Yeah. <laughs> This is literally going to be sold for billions in the future. I've only had one line painted so far. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So you grew up in Texas, mm-hmm. and then you said you didn't come out until 25, and you think that's a big part of it? Yeah. I had to get out of there to be able to even kind of discover, like, that I was gay right I mean I think I've always known like I think I knew when I was a kid that's the thing hindsight is so much clearer in like any context that's the one of the main lessons I've learned as an adult is the farther you grow away from the situation that you're in mm-hmm. the more clarity develops mm-hmm. and Everything the more makes sense. curtains like come back and start to unfold and I think that's looking back at my childhood so much of it just reeked of gay I just had no idea yeah. Like, I had zero idea. And gay is, like, associated, or even lesbian was, like, associated with so many things mm-hmm. that, well, me, I was like, wait, I don't look like that, or I'm I'm not that. That's the biggest thing, like, that I don't look like that. Yeah. Because I look like that. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's, like, I grew up and I was a very, it's kind of, unfortunately, I feel like there are a lot of stereotypes here, but the more mask presenting you are, it's the it's easier to be perceived as gay. I mm-hmm. mean, I walk into a room and there's no question. Right. I walk into a room and people are like, oh, my gosh, I can smell the gay. But mm-hmm. like I walk in and they say, is she a kindergarten teacher <laughs> or is she gay? <laughs> it's such a good thing. It's such a good thing. It means you have a comforting energy. Thank Not you. a lot of people Thank can you. do that. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I'm getting so into this. This is going to be a four hour long episode of us just very calmly. I feel like this has shifted the vibe too. Yeah. My vibe is just like, I've become so mellow. This <laughs> is really live action the, therapy, everyone. The artist mindset. Yeah. I'm going to like shed a few tears onto it to really sell the painting. No. I've never really done any sort of art since. Oh, really? No. I really do like watercolor. Like paint by numbers? No, like. It's so weird. I actually do like to paint fruit. Oh my gosh, so you weren't even fucking around about the grapes. No, I like, it it was really random, but 
I like to watercolor. You were fruit. hoping I'd it's say like grapes, It's like a weird huh? hobby of mine. No, that's great. Hobbies are so necessary in adulthood. Uh, the more that I've... I don't want to say aged because I'm 23. <laughs> but the more that I've experienced life, the more that I've realized how important these little hobbies are mm-hmm. that sort of get you through the day. I'll have like a hard day, which, you know, in our career, it's, it's hard to even say that you can have a hard day. I know. But I'll have a hard day just emotionally or something. And then all of a sudden, I'll just play my guitar and I'll feel better. I sing. <gasps> really? That's like a hobby of mine. Man, I wish I could sing. And I like to paint. And, but I'm kind of like that, too. I just, like, skip from one thing to an X to the next. I like to knit. Or I had a knitting phase. <laughs> I had a knitting phase. Which doesn't help me with this <laughs> kindergarten teacher thing. <laughs> next, you're going to be like, I love apples. <laughs> I love when people set apples on my work desk. With a little note. Oh, my God. So, you, when did you move to LA? That's not a gay question, but it kind of is. That's fine. No, yeah, it actually is. I, um, when I was, like... 25 I had a pretty bad like break just kind of like mental breakdown Mm -hmm. and had just been in Texas for so long I was kind of at a stagnant point I was like working a job that I just wasn't fulfilled and I was in real Mm -hmm. estate and um you know I just felt like there's more like something doesn't feel Mm -hmm. right something's not fulfilling here and so I basically like quit my job, packed up all my stuff. I actually met a guy who lived in Orange County and that was how mm. I started like visiting LA. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, one time I was leaving and I was just like, I do not want to go home. Mm-hmm. And so when I got home, I quit my job. I packed everything up, my two dogs, and I moved out to LA. And that was kind of when I started switching the apps to you know Mm. wait was that it was that all you did you just switched the apps one day and then you're a lesbian I mean I had a few like encounters with guys when I got to LA and I was just like oh my god this is not it anymore and then yeah one day I was just on my couch and I was like all right I'm gonna switch the apps and just see what's out there and so I started kind of swiping and I went on one date she became my girlfriend and the rest is history. Not not my girlfriend now, okay. but she became my girlfriend during COVID. And that was like my coming out process. Mm-hmm. Um, my coming out moment was COVID. Did you have any sort of... So you knew immediately then when you yeah, went out? Yeah, it was the- definitely kind of one of those things. I went on the date and it was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is the piece that's been... Missing. And I, like I say missing. I There were some crazy... Like, I don't think I had a gay awakening. I think I had a bunch of moments that I was like, shh, 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 go back to sleep. Like, <laughs> you are yeah. trying to wake up and yeah. I don't want you to wake up right yeah. now. And like, I, I mean, I did some crazy things when I was young in Texas. I was like on Craigslist, women seeking women. It sounds so crazy. And it's like, <laughs> I know, I know I laugh about it now, but it's like. You might be needing to contact the FBI if those are viable <laughs> sources <laughs> looking for women to buy huh? no I wasn't buying them but there was like a you know like a women seeking women what tab was the price range where no 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 it's not like oh my god it's not like <laughs> that I, this is the age gap you can see I it think of- no 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 it's like it was like almost like a seeking connections type thing where oh, you're sweet. it's like um you were just looking for, I mean, I'm sure there were some, that's why I say it's like scary. I'm sure there were some really scary people on there, but like that's how desperate I was. To how like, old were you? 
probably like I was driving so like probably 16 but it was just a way to meet people it wasn't like a buying thing it was like you would meet people that way okay, there was like a me feel safer yeah, well I mean kind of it was still really dangerous but it was just a yeah. way because there there wasn't really the apps you know there was no way to really explore that side of myself mm-hmm. and you're you're not gonna like go to school and come out so it was like how do I how do I explore this and right. that's how desperate I was and even after doing things like that, I still didn't think like, oh, I'm gay. I mean, I was eight years old on my sister's Kindle Googling girls kissing. But I think that's such that I, I wonder what is it truly that unlocks that? Because there has for me, my moment was I was texting this girl and it was the two months that I had a phone when I was 14. And I remember there was this moment where my brain just feel it felt like, you know how Spider-Man gets bit by the spider and then he gets injected by the poison and you can see the poison just running through all the different neurons and then infecting the brain. And then all of a sudden he's Spider-Man. It felt like that, but I was a lesbian. I yes. saw the words I, like you on that phone screen and oh my gosh, it felt like my brain got expanded into the different sectors of the universe. <laughs> Genuinely. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, we talk a lot about relationships on this show, and at this point, you have heard tons about my dating life. And a very common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But in reality, the best relationships that last take work on both sides. Therapy can be a great place to work through any of the changes you're having in relationships, coworkers, friendships, or people you're just starting to get to know. I know for me, therapy has been pivotal throughout my experience of learning how to better communicate. If you're thinking about starting therapy, try BetterHelp. You just fill out a little questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist. And if it's not the right fit, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash closet talk today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash closet talk. Now back to the show. Yeah, I mean, we went on a date. We were kind of working together in some capacity. We were working on like a show together. Okay. And so I was kind of playing a little like, ugh, I don't really want to go there because you're kind of like my boss and um that's hot yeah <laughs> but then we I wrapped love that dynamic yeah i mean yeah it's and it, a little bit secretive too it was it totally was that like little glance you give each other in the hallway when you're walking by each other and nobody can know yes the slight brush of the fingertips <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> especially knowing you shouldn't be doing it hot when did you meet your current girlfriend we were like so me and my ex were like on off on off on off for mm, a while cute. after love yeah that during like the second wave of COVID. (laughs) Okay. And then I was kind of in this place of like, you know, the minute I let go of this, this connection, this like energetic tie to this person, Mm -hmm. everything that I've been wanting and, and needing Mm -hmm. is going to come to me and my whole life is going to change. Right. And, um, it did. I blocked the number. I will say that's very hard to do, especially with your first queer love oh it's the worst it is so <laughs> melodramatic like so much more than it needs to be I look back at it now and I it's 
I laugh because I'm yeah. like, oh my god, that's it was so unserious, and I made it so more. Like, oh, I, so I do the serious. same thing. I look back and I'm like, girl, you could have just. That's the thing I talked about in my last podcast podcast episode. Feeling so stuck because your emotions are so intense, and then you six months go by and you laugh at yourself because you're like, girl, yes, was it that deep? I also let my first girlfriend really sway my opinion of like. Mm where I would fit in in the queer community because okay. I came out I fully came out at like 28 but I was with her at like 25 26 right. and that's like a little later in right. life you know right and so she would kind of try to tell me oh there's not a lot of people out there and there's not a it's lot of people LA. I know <laughs> but I didn't know you don't know what you don't know you know <laughs> so 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 true you're so like yeah there's so I'm no like, arguing with that okay like whatever you're telling me like must be true right. and like maybe there isn't a big pool of lesbians and so I was like all right I was so scared to let go of this relationship because it was mm -hmm. like is this the best that I'm ever going to have no and well yeah no exactly not. no but, but I get it I get thinking to yourself I'm never gonna find anyone better or who knows me better yes especially especially when it's your first girlfriend and it's the first person who had ever known me in that that in, side of in me. that deep of an aspect as well because when you're in the position to fully be loved in the way that you can understand you let somebody else in to doors you didn't even know were there yes yeah you are the only person that knows this about me mm -hmm. and loves me for it and sees me for it right and now I'm supposed to let you go now you've emotionally manipulated me into staying exactly <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what it was and so then I like started coming out to a lot more people and my friends and mm -hmm. I, I felt more secure in that but still I didn't have a community like a group of friends which is so important queer to friends are important yes for that reason exactly to show you that like there is more out there mm -hmm. and there are people who are gonna love you and um yeah so I had to let her go. I finally let her go. Mm -hmm. And then I swear not a week later, my girlfriend found me on TikTok. My current girlfriend found me, found my page and was like, hey, would you want to do Please a casting interview? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's what happened? <laughs> yeah, that's how it happened. I met her the first time I met her was a casting interview. And um, yeah, we ended up staying out like all night and hanging out. And then, then I ghosted her for a little bit. And you and then, the ghosting. Is that a common trait? Not until, I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe. I think it's fear. Mm -hmm. But then I finally let her in and then I moved in two weeks and later. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, once mm -hmm. I'm in, I'm in. That'll do something <laughs> to you. Yeah. It just takes me a minute to get there. You yeah. Know? So what, while we finish, while I do, I, I finish because this is a me problem now. <laughs> explain your painting and also what was your coming out story how did you come out to your friends and family um I okay so first I'll explain my painting yes my painting starts as like this kind of dark mm -hmm. middle and uh, then it like gets better and better and better as I come out and then it's like this white bright beautiful it's stunning light it's beautiful. No, I love it. I'm trying to make it make sense. No, vi visually, that looks like coming out. Does it? Yes, it does. All right. Well, there you go. Beautiful. Um, And then my coming out story, I guess. I don't know. The first person I came out to was my mom. I called her in an absolute panic because I was like living this 
secret life during COVID with this girlfriend that I had. And I called her and I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, Mm -hmm. but I'm having sex with a girl. (laughs) And she basically was like, I love you. And I, it's, it was the first time me and my mom are a lot alike. Mm -hmm. And I think she struggled with the fact that it was the first time she couldn't really relate to me or Mm. give me like solid advice because she was like I don't really know what you're going through but that's so accurate for moms and daughters yeah but she was great about it I mean she was like I love you no matter what and I want you to be happy and um and then I came out to my little sister Mm -hmm. and she was she's so great Mm -hmm. and she just was like Mallory you're not that special like (laughs) a lot of people go through this like I love you it's all gonna be good Mm -hmm. and whoever gives you shit we're gonna you know we're gonna handle it together Mm -hmm. and then I waited like a year to come out to my dad and my brother Mm. they're my brother's a professional athlete he grew up in like locker rooms and I was just a little nervous not that he wouldn't love me and accept me and he totally did but I think I was just a little bit more nervous and I wanted to have more answers for my dad and my brother like just be more solid within myself um so that I could thoroughly answer any questions that there would be Mm -hmm. but there were no questions it was like okay Mal like everything's good we love you I was telling my dad on his way out of town I was like so nervous and I was waiting until he was like leaving to get on a plane because what if the reaction's bad and just like awkward like you know (laughs) yeah how do you tell your dad that you know so I was like all right right, I'm just gonna tell him on his way out and um I was leaving the house I was like dad can I talk to you outside I told him he was still at my house and mm-hmm. I come home and he had left post-it notes all over my room. Like he tells me, I love you. Stop. Hi, is the sky. He was like, just be happy, like smiley faces everywhere. Just like post-it notes. I still have them. It was just so, it was his way of letting me know, like, like I love, I you, love you. Everything's you. fine. You know? So I was very lucky. I had a pretty, um, a pretty good coming out. The only people I kind of received a little bit of pushback or like Ugh, from was my friends from Texas. Right. <laughs> And I think they were just kind of like, this is a phase. Like, this is not. What are you doing? What are you going through? Mm-hmm. Um, I had one friend call me and make kind of a off, like a, an off comment. Um, but we've worked through it. I think it's interesting to watch your friends who aren't really exposed to the gay world um, kind of come around to it and learn and really open up to it and yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing and for those people who I know their heart and I know like who they are yeah. I'm like okay I'll I'll stick with you you know and I'll yeah I'll help you along the journey yeah so yeah. Yeah. well mine is quite unfinished but I'm gonna finish it probably when I go home this is mine this is what that looks like I love it um so to explain it um I'm getting paint on my thumb no I'm kidding um I'll explain it a little bit and then tell you my coming out story very briefly. Um, so this is my painting, everyone. Go me. It can, it's very, you can orient it any way you want. But um, here we have the middle. This is the middle, technically. And it's really dark, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. I think it kind of looks like a machine a little bit and these little dark parts because, I don't know, like you said, the brainwashing of people, I think it's sort of a mechanical thing. You just are taught one thing, then you teach your kids the next thing, and then they teach their kids the next thing, and it takes a lot to break the pattern. And I think as you get onto, like, the outer things, there's a lot more just explaining that goes through. And I think, yeah, this explains my coming out story because it was, I think, a lot 
you internalize a lot and you think it's going to be a lot worse than it really is. And for me, it, it was pretty bad, but it could have been worse, I mm. guess I would say. I think my coming out story was like really dark at first just because there was a lot of miscommunication and misunderstanding. But as you like grow and learn with each other, it becomes like lighter more beautiful and the holes are the journey that i have not explored yet because i'm making stuff up because i didn't have time for to oh my gosh i love that though <laughs> yeah i feel that like that was a really nice way to wrap that <laughs> this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage no matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Um, okay, now it's time for the queer moment in history. And if you don't know what the queer moment in history is, it's a queer moment in history that has been pivotal to a queer experience or the queer experience. And I always love to ask my guests what their earliest queer memory was that sort of helped prompt the question of could I be because mine was a lot of tv characters mm -hmm. and I didn't get a lot of queer representation growing up I'm sure you got less but mine was Ellen not the queer moment where I was like man Ellen's <laughs> kind of doing it for me but she was kind of the only representation that I had in like modern media so what was your earliest memory of seeing somebody that represented you Oh, seeing somebody that represented me, I don't I can't even think of one to be really? quite honest. No, I can't think of like a femme like lesbian that I looked at and I was like, "Oh, I can see that." And I mm. think that's part of the reason why I came out so late is because yeah. I didn't have that. Right. But I did have a lot of like obsessions with Tell me more. <laughs> I'm excited. So, specifically two of them, Topanga, Boy Meets World. Oh my gosh, that's such a good one. She was so beautiful, still is, but oh my so God. gorgeous. And it, but the hard part then becomes. I paint all over me. Sorry. Yes, I distracted on my like, couch oh, also. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, the hard part then becomes: Do I want to be you, or do I want to be with you? Attraction versus admiration. A hundred percent. And I don't think I could ever like. I just wanted to be her yeah or or I thought now looking back I'm like oh okay well that yeah. makes total sense but her and then did you ever watch Degrassi yeah Paige okay looks a lot like Topanga <laughs> yeah you have a type. <laughs> what does your girlfriend look like no, not like any of those my girlfriend's very like darker featured and yeah so it's not there's no correlation there yeah. but I don't know I had these intense obsessions with with both of them so I guess that was my queer moment yeah. in history. Yay, round of applause. I loved this art moment. This is definitely know, the gayest thing I've done on the podcast. But this has been Closet Talk, a very colorful episode of. And I want to say thank you so much to our incredible guest, Mal. And who are you? Where can we find you? And what do you have that is exciting that's coming up in your life? Uh, I host the Made It Out podcast. Um, we just tell a bunch of queer stories on my couch so <laughs> if you'll head over and check us out that would be great um it's at made it out podcast everywhere and i'm at mal glowinky lovely and i'm your host maddie westbrook and this is closet talk where we talk in the closet and you can find this every single friday on my youtube channel at maddie westbrook and you can find me maddie westbrook at westbrook 
absolutely anywhere. And when I say anywhere, I mean everywhere but OnlyFans because now we have to specify. <laughs> but I will see you next week. And thank you so much for being here and being queer. Bye.